This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's head to the Get My Phoenix guest line right now and bring in Chris Mannix. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. You know, Chris, as the senior writer for Sports Illustrated, also does a boxing podcast for the volume as well. Chris, good morning to you. And let's start with those Celtics who have the best record in the NBA and then wilted a little bit last year in the NBA Finals. Is that something, if you're looking ahead, you're worried about when it comes to Boston or is that just part of the learning process of, of figuring out how to win a title? Yeah, I I think it's more part of a learning curve. Um, You know, they did lose in the finals, but they they were up against a team that had been there, you know, the core of which four times previously. And, you know, when they look back on it, they were, you know, one quarter away in game four from maybe being up three, one before, you know, not having kind of the mental toughness and the resolve that they needed to 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 close out that game. So I think they took a lot of lessons from that. And as we've seen early in the season with, you know, them operating with the best record in basketball right now, they've, you know, not you know suffered from that experience, but used as motivation specifically guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and, and others who went into the off season with a bit of a chip on their shoulders. Um, they use that as a springboard and and now look, you know, very much like a, a front runner to get back there. Yeah, and it looks like the Celtics are the favorites to win the NBA finals over at BetMGM right now. It looks like the East has the upper hand as it's the Bucks and the Nets followed closely uh, behind the Celtics. But do we think somebody out of the West can win it? I think the, the biggest storyline for me is, you know, the problems with the Warriors and their struggles on the road. And also why nobody talks about the Nuggets. The Nuggets right now have the fourth best odds. And I think maybe the takeaway is you have to have another superstar. It can't just be Nikola Jokic putting up triple doubles every night. But what do you think the biggest storyline is coming out of the Western Conference? Well, I think the parity in, in the Western Conference is, is most significant. You probably have seven or eight teams that, that really believe they have a, a shot of getting to the finals. And that's rare in in this era where in the last you know couple of decades we've had super teams whether it's you know Miami Cleveland Golden State you know there's been uh, some clear front runners in each conference every year this year it's it's significantly different I mean even at the bottom of the conference standings with the Clippers if they can get healthy the Lakers if they can get healthy you know they've 
they've got more than a puncher's chance to to get to the finals. Then mostly because the teams at the top are are largely flawed. I mean, Denver right now is is at the top, and it's not so much about their lack of a second you know true superstar as as it is their defense isn't very good. I mean, their bottom third in the NBA in defensive efficiency. Um, and, you know, you don't see a lot of teams get to the finals, you know, that way. You know, teams that have been there, uh, you know, at the top of the standings recently, whether it's Memphis, New Orleans, these are good teams, but, you know, they're they're not unbeatable. So I, I think what, what will define the Western Conference playoffs is that from really round one on, one seed versus eight seed uh, on up, you're, you're going to see a, a lot of competitive series and a lot of teams you know, operating with believing they have a real chance to win the whole thing. We're talking with Chris Mannix, senior writer for Sports Illustrated, and you can find him on Twitter as well, uh-huh. SI Chris Mannix. I know Chelsea mentioned the Warriors, and they're nine to one to win the NBA title right now. And they're a curious case because they've sort of done this before, right? Where they sort of know they have the talent to win it all, and they kind of just sleepwalk through the regular season and then turn it on in the playoffs. Is that what? Is that what is happening this time around, or do you see them maybe falling off a little bit and not quite being the same team we've seen in years past? No, they've definitely fallen off a little bit. Yeah. Um, the starting lineup is still excellent, uh, albeit a little bit older. Um, but the real problem is the second unit, and this is something they know internally that that they've got to find a way to upgrade. In years past, they've had veteran guys they can lean on, You know, from Andre Iguodala during the first championship runs to – you know, last year where Gary Payton, Otto Porter Jr., these were guys they could lean on and, and rely on to give them productive minutes off the bench. They haven't gotten that this year. They anticipated guys like Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody and even James Wiseman to to be able to step into those roles, and they really haven't done it. Kaminga's been better than the others, but it's still hard to rely on a guy in his very early 20s to, to, to contribute at, at a playoff level at this stage. So, you can expect Golden State, you know, in the next couple of weeks, and even after that, once there there there's some players on the buyout market, to be really aggressive in trying to find somebody to to join that second unit who's got some experience who can give them reliable minutes when when those starters need a break. Chris, who's a dark horse team that maybe people don't think of that could actually make some waves in the postseason? I mean, it has to be the Lakers at this point. I'm not sure they don't. People don't think of them, but you know, if they can find their way into that top eight, whether it's through you know regular season success that gets them into the top six, or you know, a a, a spot in the play-in, nobody's gonna want to play them in the postseason because you know, watching them play last night against New York, you know, you can see signs of progress. I mean, Rui Hashimura you know, fits with that group. He's, he's athletic. He can defend a little bit and he shoots the corner three exceptionally well. I mean, LeBron is playing otherworldly. Anthony Davis, you're always going to cross your fingers. Every time he steps on the floor, he's not going to get hurt, but if he can stay healthy, he is still a dominant big man uh, in this league. So for as, as disastrous as the Lakers start to the season has been, if they can enter the postseason healthy, uh, you know, it, it's cliche, but nobody's going to want to play LeBron James in the first round or second round of the playoffs. So I, I think they're the team that 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 no matter where they finish in the standings, that that's going to be a team to watch in the postseason. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. 
This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Chris, wanted to stay in the Western Conference and ask you about the Grizzlies, who do a lot of talking. They're mega talented. We know that. But haven't won anything yet. How close are they? It feels like they are, but they haven't quite done it yet. And as we saw with the Celtics last year, it takes some time to learn how to get it done. Where would you put them as far as their chances? Yeah, I think they've got a great chance. Um, you, you know, their one through seven is really good. And – you know, they, they defend at an exceptionally high level. I think they're still the number one defense in the NBA, and John Morant is as good as any superstar on another team. They've got some some potential red flags. They don't shoot the three particularly well, which is, you know, again, something that most championship-level teams do. They also defend the three all that well, which is another thing that teams have to do, especially in the postseason. I, I think there also might be one – role player away from having a really complete roster. They're another team I think you have to watch in the next couple of weeks because, you know, if they can find their, their way to get their hands on any one of the wing players that's available, whether it's, uh, you know, Malik Beasley in Utah, Boyan Bogdanovich in Detroit, somebody that, that can they can plug into that eight-ish spot in the rotation, that'll make them – that much more deep but so i'm not so much worried about their lack of playoff experience they've got some playoff experience uh within that team it's just there are some minor flaws that could turn out to be uh, you know problematic when they get to the postseason let's talk about the mvp race right now it looks like nikola Jokic's award to lose as he is the favorite minus 105 over at bet mgm does anybody have a chance of taking this away from Jokic right now yeah, I, I think there's several guys that, that have at least a chance. Um, you know, Jason Tatum has been playing great in Boston. The Celtics, uh, as I said, have the best record in the NBA. And when you have the best player on the best team in basketball, that guy's going to get a lot of consideration uh, one way or the other. Joel Embiid's kind of the same thing. Um, if he can stay healthy in the second half of the season uh, and the Sixers can climb into that top spot, uh, there's going to be a lot of people, you know, that are motivated perhaps to, to vote for Joel because he's been – kind of the runner-up the last couple of years um, for that MVP vote. But Jokic is, is outstanding. I mean, his advanced numbers are, are ridiculous. If you look at all the the, the, the advanced ratings and, and his traditional numbers, I mean, he's averaging close to a triple-double right now. And more importantly, the Nuggets are winning. And, you know, if he is, you know, the you know putting up these kind of numbers and Denver finishes with a top record in the Western Conference, it's just going to be really hard not to vote for him. I know some people – are disinclined to to vote for a guy for three straight MVPs, voter fatigue, whatever. But, you know, he, he's putting up the numbers. His team's winning. He's not surrounded by superstar talent like some other players in this league. Um, so it's it, he's definitely the front runner at this moment. But I do think there's, there's going to be some competition over the next couple of months. Chris, we've got a couple minutes remaining here, but I wanted to ask you before we let you go, is there any player or players that you definitely see getting moved at the trade deadline? I don't know if there's any players that will definitely get moved. Um, John Collins in Atlanta is is a perennial candidate since he's been in trade rumors, it seems like, ever since he signed that contract with the Hawks. I mentioned Bogdanovich. Utah 
could elect to hold a fire sale before the deadline. That could mean anyone from Beasley to Kelly Olynyk to Jordan Clarkson uh, could be on the move. The Jazz are in the first stage of what's going to be a multi-year rebuild, and you know they'd like to to bottom out even further. I think to to get in that Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes uh, when it comes to to the draft lottery. But you know, look, the play-in tournament has changed a lot of things in the NBA. It's made you know, it's made it more competitive for teams to get playoff spots. So teams that are sitting in the 11 and 12 spot right now, whereas in years past, they might've said, you know what, screw it. We're going to, you know, pull the shoot and, you know, trade some of our guys away and, and drift into the lottery. They're looking at the standings right now and going, we're only two games back of, of the 10 spot, which, which gets us into the play in tournament. So, you know, that, that definitely has changed the dynamic over the last couple of years of, of the NBA trade deadline. And if you look at the standings now, there are a lot of teams, that are, um, you know, just games away from that last playing spot. And, and I think that will, will, will certainly soften the market uh, and make it more of a seller's market trade deadline. He is a senior writer for Sports Illustrated, also does a boxing podcast for the volume. That's Colin Coward's podcast network. It is Chris Mannix. Chris, thanks for waking up with us and great information. We appreciate it. You got it, guys. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.